What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Millennial Hour. We are Candace and Jay, two millennials just out here trying to make it. Here on the Millennial Hour, we'll be talking about life, love, pop culture, current events, and everything in between. You'll get our honest opinions and thoughts on various subjects, and we hope you enjoy. I will add that this episode will not be like our previous episodes. Uh, Our previous episodes have been a little bit more light and frothy. This episode will be a bit heavier, a bit deeper. We will be talking about some very heavy topics such as suicide and just the general millennial struggle. If you feel like you cannot, you know, handle this episode or if you get to a certain point and feel like you need to turn it off, please do so for your own sanity and mental health. Just a quick disclaimer. So let's... Let's get into it. How you been in the last, what, three weeks it's been since we recorded last? Right. And so much has happened <laughs> in our lives, personally, in our nation. There's just been a lot going on. <sighs> um, but me personally, I feel stronger in my faith. I feel like I'm very hopeful of a future, of a better future for myself and my husband and our household. Um, I already, I've already uh, met my weight goals. Like I'm down almost ten pounds, so I'm excited for that. Um, let's see what else has happened. I've had some personal things going on in my family. Has been situations. So I just, I don't know. Should I even? I don't know. Oh, uh, you know, it's definitely up to you whether or not you want to get into that. It is personal, so yeah. it's yeah. a personal decision. I don't think I'm going to say it, but yeah, I think, yeah. I'm, I think I'm doing good. Yeah. yeah, I feel like considering what you've been through recently, you definitely don't look like what you've been through, uh, for sure. You, you're, yeah, you hold it together. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, and I do feel like the strengthening of your faith before this time has helped you pull it together. And, like, just kind of, yeah, staying strong, right. for sure, because, yeah. woof. Definitely had to persevere through some trials and tribulations. Yes. How you been, Jay? Uh, I've been. You've been? <laughs> I've been. You know, my response lately is I'm here, because, yeah, that's about all I've been doing It's just, you know, waking up every morning. Um, I honestly can't tell you what has happened within the last three weeks. I don't know. There's been a lot that just happened in the Yeah. Just it's going it's it. just kind of been a big ass blur. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of a blur that my therapist was like, I'm going to give you some homework. I need to now daily write down what I've done in the last hour. In the last hour. Uh. We're we doing this hour by hour, sis. Because I literally don't be remember what I'd, I'd be doing. Fran, is she preparing you for a book deal? Because why has she got you writing so much? Because, it, my girl, my mental stability depends on But every hour, you can't just do, like, let me journal at the end of my day? No, because I zone out so much to where I literally don't remember what I've done all day. Wow. Yeah. And most of your day during the week should at least be, like, kind of routine, too child i'll be like did i did i get any work done today and i look back and i did a whole list of work but i don't remember doing any you're of just it. on autopilot yes 
to check in with myself and write down what the hell I've done. So how's that been going for you? Girl, I just started today and it's already been stressful as hell. Cause I'm like, when did I start doing this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what what was I just doing before this? Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, does she give you a duration of like when this is gonna end? Well, uh, I guess in two weeks when I turn in my homework, she's going to look at it and decide if we keep going or not. Right. But I guess it's, honestly, it's a tool that I should continue anyway. Because mm-hmm. I do zone out. And I do forget what the hell I've done all day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just something I need to continue even after she tells me not to, just to keep track of my days. I hear you. Because, yeah, it'll be 9 o'clock and then it'll be 4 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, shit, did I do any work today? <laughs> I hear you be like that, yeah. especially like working in an office setting. Mm-hmm. Everything could be so mundane because you've done the same things over and over there, basically. Yeah. Doing your sleep, and which is essentially what you're doing. That's what she asked. She was like, "Do you feel like you zone out because like this is something like you were so used to doing at this point?" I was like, "Nah, because I zone out doing stuff I've never even done before." Yeah, like I have moments where I check in and I'm like, "Okay, I'm here and I'm in my body," and then I have times where I'm like. I feel like I'm standing outside my body watching myself do the task. Mm. Yeah. I've had those moments. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta ground yourself <laughs> and writing something down every hour to oh. help you with that, friend. Continue with that journey. Girl, let me tell you, it's been stressful today. It's been <laughs> a stressful day, but we're working through it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know what the hell's happened the last two weeks. I know we went to the mall the other day. Mm-hmm. And that's a moment I can pinpoint because I was in my body while we were at the mall. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, yeah. Like, I know there are other moments where I was in my body, but I just, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if I think long and hard enough, I'm like, okay, yeah, me and Marissa did this thing. We went there, and we, but like, I don't, like, right now off the top of my head, I don't remember. Which is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're so young. You can't be losing your memories like that. Girl. But if it's not, like, memories that were, like, really, really, really good or really, really, really bad, mm-hmm. a lot of it just get washed away anyways. As yeah. So, I think, like, you like you remember big, like, big like points. Like, key moments. Yeah, like, yeah. we went out to the mall. Mm-hmm. That's something we all did. It was fun. And I feel like that was the first time we had all been together in a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the four of us. So, right. yeah. 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 Sometimes it's easy to get like that, like, for everybody. Yeah. We can just get caught up in our routines, and then are we really living, or are we just... Right, or are we just um, going through it? Yeah, yeah. No autopilot, because, oh, here we go again, I gotta wake up, everything comes so routine, I gotta mm-hmm. wake up this hour, I gotta do this at this hour, I gotta do this at this hour. This is very true. And then we're just boxed in, in our little schedules. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Like I said, I can, I can pinpoints for other different things. I'm not going to say on the podcast, but, like, mm-hmm. I can pinpoint some other different moments, but, like, for the most part, it, girl, it, the past two weeks have been a blur. Mm. I, I, I remember having my therapy session, but I don't remember having my therapy session. Like, I know I went, because I know I got the homework to do, but, like, I don't actually remember the therapy session. Mm. Yeah. Like, I do, but I don't. Like, there are bits and pieces, key moments and things that I said and things that she said that I remember, but for the most part... I know I went. I mean, you don't have to remember the whole session. Like, yeah. do you expect to remember the whole session? Kind of, because, like, it's therapy, so it's, I should be, like, in, like, I sh- it, it's important. I should be, like, remembering these things to, like, 
take with me? I mean, so was school the, our entire <laughs> life. Everything that came out of our teachers' mouths was important. But, but was it really? To remember every yeah. single detail. This All the true. books we read, from history to English, like, do we remember every single detail? Like, that's Girl, not how our brains work. This, Give yourself some grace. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And that's something I've been working on, giving myself more grace. Yeah. Whew. Yes, okay. As long as you took something out of that meeting, yeah. then it was successful. This is true. Okay. This is true. Okay, so yes. We're not recording this when we were supposed to have been. So, it's been three weeks. Mm-hmm. No. It's been a... Yeah, it's basically been... Has it been three or four weeks? Because we post every... T- post sis, every listen. Post, I know, I just... We, we only rescheduled once, right? We rescheduled... Twice? See, see, this was the whole blur thing. Girl, I think we were scheduled twice. Because I wasn't able to... No, you weren't able to record. And then... Well, no, maybe we only rescheduled once, but the first time... Like, when when you first say we were record, we never actually picked a day. We were just like, oh, it's fine. We have time. Oh, so like a week went by. Yeah, and then it was like, all right, wait. So when we're recording... And then we had a specific date. Okay, so yeah. That's what it was. So probably was like a one- or two-week period where we just like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was like, don't worry, we got time. It's not due until such and such date. And then that date is this Friday. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Okay, no problem. No problem, but yeah. We'll be all right. Yeah, we good. But this is also why we gave ourselves so much time in between each episode. So just in case something did come up. Because life happens. Cause girl. Whew, life happens. It be happening. And this it has happened. our full-time job. So we just trying to get in where we fit in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, so where do we want to start? Are we going to start with some happy? We might, we might, oh. Are we going to start shit. with, I mean, it's only a little sprinkle. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should end with the happy on the news, because the rest of this episode about to be just a Debbie Downer. I feel you. Yeah. Okay. Let's, so, let's start. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet getting divorced. That broke my heart. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, Jason Momoa needs me. I was like, babe, I got to divorce you. If he calls, I need to come running. Oh. <sighs> I mean, it's a beautiful specimen of a man. What even is he? What? He's a man of the people. Is like he Hawaiian, Samoan, Tongan? Like... Pacific Islander. Yeah. It is it Southeast Asian? Something like Possibly. Some, some... some yeah, but he's a beautiful man. Who cares what he it is? He is a beautiful man. But you know what? That also hurt because I love the way that they just familyed. Like Lisa Bonet, uh, I was about to say Zoe Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz, mm-hmm. and Jason Momoa. Like the way they were just a, a unit of just, we, we parenting everybody. Like mm-hmm. we are a family unit no matter what happened between me and you, no matter. Like I thought that was really beautiful. Even before then, what for me was he was able to marry his childhood crush. Like, he loved her, like, seeing her on TV, like, man, that's, that woman is fine. I'll mm-hmm. marry her. Like, who? How many people can say, like... Can say they married? They married. Yeah. yeah, like, this we all true. had our little heart, like, our heartthrobs. We had the little posters on the wall, mm-hmm. our, our little binders, you know, the little plastic party yeah. about you fill it up with people you like. But for him, that came true. Like It did. And... They've been together for so long, mm-hmm. and now they just, just call it quits. Yeah. 
I'm like, and this why? is right on the heels of Devon Franklin and Megan Good divorcing. Friend, that shook a whole culture. Because mm-hmm. it was like, y'all was teaching us that, you know, we can make it if we wait. We had a whole book. I was going to say, <laughs> did you see the post that was like, what am I supposed to do with this book now? <laughs> I was dying. And everything was so centered with with Christ. Like, he was like a pastor. She had her own thing. He had his own thing. They was doing a, mm-hmm. a, a thing together. Like, what is it that broke y'all up? But I will say, since it has been announced, she been out here doing her thing. The tightest dresses I've ever seen her in, child. Like, Mm -hmm. she said, I'm back on the market, y'all. And she was like, I'm back at work. She literally just had a post Mm -hmm. of her walking into a room like, I'm back at work. In that blue dress? (laughs) That's the dress I'm talking about. The tightest dress I've ever seen this woman in, my God. All up and down my timeline, like, everybody's talking about her. Like, oh, Megan Good is always still looking good, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, like... I'm here yeah. for it. Have yeah. you watched her show? I have not. I haven't seen it I yet. I haven't seen it. Because yeah, she does have a new show. The Harlem. Har- mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't started it yet. You know I'm behind on TV, child. I'm completely behind on TV, so I don't know when <laughs> we're going to even talk about our episodes of <laughs> TV again. TV, because yeah. we just trying to get through life. Yeah, this is true. Right, we that's that should be the title of this episode. We just, just trying to get through life. <laughs> yes, perfect. That's literally what it is. Because mm. there's just so much going on. Like we, the things that we find our hope in, we're losing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he, role models that we look up to. Yeah. Because not only are Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet getting divorced, but Ryan Destiny and Keith Powers, you know, the power couple of like you know the millennials is right. breaking up. And it's like, they were together for four years. Mm. What happened? Mm. Yeah. And that's a long time in Hollywood time. Mm-hmm. In like, Hollywood, four years. And they were, like, they were living together. So, yeah. They, yeah. they basically married in Hollywood time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're just like, yeah, we're partying. We decided, you know, we just want to go our separate ways. For what? Why? For what? Why? Like, what's what's the other couple? Um, Soraya and, is it? Jacob Lattimore, they're no, they're still together. Oh, I was gonna say if they break up, <laughs> boy. So they what? Yeah, but um, Halle Berry finally got married. You know what? No, she didn't. What do you mean she didn't? It, we none of us read the post all the way, girl. None what of you us. Mean? Apparently, they were just bringing a new year. No, they were in a, they were at a church. They were at a church at a chapel and all that shit. But apparently, they were just bringing. Oh, <laughs> They said it's something that's I'm telling you. Our lives are full of disappointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she ended up making another post later. It was like, well, I guess y'all don't read all the way. No, she didn't. Yes, she, she, she did. Didn't say that. Yes, they are that. not actually married. Oh my Or gosh. maybe they could be. And I don't trying to keep the hush. hush. Even though you posted a picture of y'all in a chapel hugged up like this. But listen, yeah. Because the way they were facing, it looked like mm-hmm. it was. Ceremon- it was ceremonious for sure, but apparently they just brought in the new year. <laughs> yep. And I saw it because I believe like essence of somebody was like, "Oh, look, you finally know somebody's the nuptials finally." Yep. So it wasn't really our fault, girl. I didn't see it everywhere. The media again has led us astray. led us astray, child. Just like somehow these baloney face masks. <laughs> So, I first saw the, the post. I don't remember, was it on Shade Room, uh, Baller Alert? I don't know. But, 
they are selling baloney face masks. Why? Couple days later, baloney face masks sold out. Huh? Why though? Mind you, now I this is the thing. I don't know if it's actual baloney or not, but the pictures look like legitimate baloney. Why I, was you putting real baloney meat on your face? Listen, white people do white shit. Like I don't know. <laughs> But I don't like think that's the thing. I think it just it, it just looks like baloney. And probably it smells like Then you might as well just put baloney <laughs> on your face. Like But yeah, somehow these Bologna <sighs> face masks have been sold out. And I am confused. I don't understand. Like ask somebody that, you know, when I am feeling good about myself. And just in a good place, I take my skincare very seriously. Mm-hmm. I would never put anything with baloney even anywhere in the packaging on my face. It's just what's trendy. Like, I went to PetSmart for, to get something for my dog. Mm-hmm. And they have, like dog toys mm-hmm. and stuff that was like was not nostalgic to us like oh you can get like this little potato chip bag that looked like something that we had as kids and mm-hmm. like so it's just i don't know what they're trying to feed into our nostalgia girl but it's working and it, it, i think it's just a fad like oh i'm gonna get this face mask mm-hmm. face masks are really cool i really like face masks yeah. but be wanting a baloney but even face then mask, like i said as like, I'm not a skincare guru, but, like, as somebody that takes their skincare very seriously, like, and that knows a few different estheticians, those face masks that, like, we get from, like, you know, the Target and the dollar stores and stuff really aren't the best face masks. Like, if mm-hmm. you want to really do something to your skin, you want, like, the higher quality ones, which is obviously, you know, cost a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. But these baloney face masks, they're cheap. <laughs> and they're, like, it's just, why? It's- Who even came up with the concept and said, this is a great idea, sell it? What? Like, I would love to have been in that boardroom. I mean, but if you think about it, like, whose idea was to have Pop Rocks? Why do we need that sensation in our mouth when we eating candy? Listen. That was not a great idea. And then they had to have a candy that had a warning, do not put this in soda. Mind you, and I was the kid that <laughs> ate them with soda. So, this is true. So, it's just like, they're being into the same group. This is very true done stupid stuff like let's put sugar in sugar and we're gonna sell this against kids we're gonna see we're gonna sell them cabinet seasonings and call it candy (laughs) literally that's what it was (laughs) we was freaking eating seasoning salt that's what it was and we loved it and lollipops Mm -hmm. everything girl to the i've had one pretty recently (laughs) at that i will say within the last two three years so just yeah, dishing out dumb stuff for yeah. us to do. We just that we that yeah. <laughs> and we don't want it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Right. Sure. Cause like it had the chile on it, and then it like the, the sucker was actually like a watermelon flavor. So mm. it's like what we eat regularly, but in a candy. Like <laughs> I feel you. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. I feel you. But I feel like what they were somebody's idea was like maybe someone's kid had bologna and just like every other kid took a bite of the bologna See. and put it like they probably didn't put it on their face or probably did it and it's like oh look mommy and daddy but even like who you're an adult now saying but it's adults buying this shit because as a kid they was that kid 
trying to justify this for them, and I'm I, just not. Yeah, no, I am. No, <laughs> absolutely not. And then on to more news. Like I said, it's been a long ass three weeks. Uh, the tsunami warnings in California. My first response to you was, "Sis, I can't swim because <laughs> I can't." Because yes, that what happened was there was an underwater volcano in Tunga, mm-hmm. and it er- erupted. Yep, and it caused everybody on the west coast essentially Child. to go into hurricane. Did mode. you see the videos of like the flooding in San Diego in Bay San- Area? Yeah, all yeah, yeah, a mess, a hot mess, and just yeah. people with their phones out like, hey, and it, it, it clearly said there was advisory warnings everywhere. Mm-hmm. It clearly said do not go to the beach. Yeah. If you live near the water, please evacuate. Yep. That was in red letters. Everyone got the message, but couldn't you know still see? The fuck out there. Hey, we in the area. Yep. This is my front door, and literally, someone's front door is just being swamped with water. Yep. It was yep. a mess. It was a whole mess. Girl, let me tell you my thought process. Like I said, my first thought process was I can't swim. Mm-hmm. My second thought process was well, I'm in Compton. That's inland. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of far from the beach. It would have to be a real like it had to be a legitimate tsunami to get over here. Like that was my thought process. I'm like them little little that, that ain't gonna hit me. Is like, what I was you thinking. worried first, and then you had to talk yourself down. Yeah, worry, like come on now. I was like like it honestly. It would have to be like a legitimate like sixteen foot wave to get down here mm-hmm. when you really think about it. And that's that's I was like all right. And I was like honestly. If that's happening, I got enough time to get, like, further inland. That was my thought. Pro- like, I swear to God. Because oh I was like, I can't swim. I'm going to die. <laughs> but the worst thing that we got was the winds. Our internet was tore up because of the wind. We j- Our internet is just now... One has to finally fix it. Girl. So he's finally able to play his games. So he's happy to have the camper. <laughs> But it was a complete mess, and it was it was a complete turmoil mm-hmm. even in the in, in the inland areas, so yeah. Santa Ana winds. Yeah, uh, there so many trees fell down. So many houses. trees. Yeah, there's so much damage, and it was like causing rain out of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heavy rain. Oh yeah, super crazy heavy rain. Girl, I finally changed my windshield wipers. I saw. Because you kind of document your whole life. Sometimes. I don't. I wasn't recording that. I was, I was the one outside changing the windshield. I was like, that's so cute. Child. Over there adulting. I was out there struggling. Reading the, the, the directions. So the thing is, I've changed my windshield wipers before. Mm-hmm. But I've never put those specific windshield wipers on my windshield. And then it took, it was so hard to get the other ones off because they had been on there for like three years because it don't rain in California. So I don't <laughs> need them. So, but all of a sudden, it's then decided it wanted to start raining real hard and regularly. And I just, I needed to winter wipers. So, I had to finally change them. But, child, that was a struggle. But you did it. Yeah. How do you? I did it. <laughs> I did it. What's the little TikTok? I did it. I yeah. Did it. Wait, I don't know the TikTok. That's Dora. I don't oh. know. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I ain't there yet. Oh. I'm almost there. I'll oh. get there. <laughs> Matter of fact, we gotta do that before you leave. Okay. And so. On to our trigger warning. Uh, there have been two recent suicides. Um, Ian Alexander, which is Regina King's son, committed suicide uh, like a week and a half ago. Yes, at the age of 26. Yes. He was 26? Yes. I thought he was 27. Or was it right before his 27th birthday? Right before their birthdays. Mm. I think her birthday is in January. Mm. I think his birthday was like right after. Got it. I think. Okay. Don't quote me yet. Okay. 
as we fact check that. Um, also, on the today that we're recording this, uh, Miss USA 2019, Chesley Chris basically committed suicide by jumping off the 29th floor of her high-rise apartment building in New York City mm. and was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, we don't really have a lot of information on what happened to Ian. We just know that, you know, Regina came forward and her team and they announced that, you know, he took his own life. Right before, right after his birthday. Mm. So he had just turned... 26. Okay. He was born January 19, 1996, and he died January 21st, 2022. Damn. But, wait to see. Because it was around his mom's birthday, and mm-hmm. her birthday is the 15th. Mm. So both of their birthdays had just passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Her only son. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just rough. And she always would talk about him, like, how he's the light of her life. life. And he mm-hmm. he's, like, just lights up a room when he walks in. And not only her, like, in other interviews and stuff, other people have said, like, he's just such a joy to be around because of his spirit. Right. But it's always and those people. entrepreneur. They said, I met him because he was catering some party. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a lot going, going on for, for himself. Him, so. Yeah. But it's just, we just don't know what happens. Yeah. Those doors. We're on the our inside. Own victims, our own minds. We're yeah. slaves, our own problems. Mm-hmm. And we just don't know. Yeah. Some things could just be too heavy. We don't know when our breaking point is. Yeah, be. it's it's crazy. And having had a heavy day today, like I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I was basically, like, I don't have time to feel depressed because depression can lead into suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my thought process today. It's like I don't want to feel this, even though I had no choice but to feel it because you, know, you can't turn it off. But yeah, I'm just like I was worried for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when you call a friend. I did. Don't want to be alone I, I at that time. I did text at you. You texted me. Yes. Yes. I'd be so happy if you texted. Because <laughs> you just be in your little house all alone. I sure do. I be all alone in my house, like she said. Mm-hmm. And don't be doing much cleaning my house four thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, because my husband. Just come in here and mess it up. He's a Tasmanian devil. Like, <laughs> bruh, can it? Can I just live in my? In my but it be clean while he be gone though. Sometimes because I sometimes I'll wait until, until he get there. Until almost he's there. It's like okay, mm-hmm. it's clean. And then I get, I do it to myself. I set myself up. You set yourself like, up. Yeah. Now I know he gonna come in here and want to eat. So I'm gonna have to cook, or he gonna have to cook, and it's gonna be more dishes. Mm-hmm. And I just cleaned it. I might as well just either not clean it and just wait till it's all done, yep. or clean it earlier so that I can just bask in ben the everything. glory of yep. it being nice and clean. I mean, I'm working on it. Listen, it's a process. A few years ago, I saw a quote that said, "Every day I clean, and every day I have to clean." Yes. And at the older I get, the more accurate I realize that that shit is because it don't matter. It don't matter. And I literally just had conversations with my parents. And I was just like, y'all didn't warn us as kids what it was going to be like as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys just said, oh, y'all just don't, don't rush to grow up. Mm-hmm. But y'all didn't really explain. Yeah, nobody told us. No one real. really explained that a lot of your time is going to be doing mundane things. Yeah. And a lot of your time is going to be cleaning. Because mm-hmm. even if you eat out, you still have to clean the kitchen. Yep. yep. <laughs> There's going to be a constant 
cycle yeah. of clothes that have to go into a washing cycle and then have to be folded. And as you finish folding, you have you to, wash to wash more again. clothes. Yep. So no one, and I don't even have children. It's just me and my just husband. You and, yeah, it's, just, it's literally just me. I only wash my own shit. I only take care of my own stuff. And I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> but mind you, want a family someday. Like, why, though? I don't like doing this shit for myself. <laughs> like, and that's why we're all getting married later, having mm-hmm. kids later, because we're still in these little selfish spaces. Like, I don't even got my own life together, let alone be a part of somebody else's life, mm-hmm. and then having to create a life. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is a lot. It's a lot going on. I'm still a child. Are you still sitting here with your name? Like, Angelica? Girl, Susie and Angelica sure do. Huh? Like, we are still at heart, like, just children pretending to be adults. We we live in the good times because when we were kids, everything was great. We became adults and realized, oh, shit, this is life. It was, is it just me or did we become adults too fast? Like, Uh, yeah, I feel like we... I, I I feel like even the generation under us is becoming adults like before. Faster than us. Yeah. They even look more adult than they us. They do. Like. Yeah. Because I see some little 16 year olds. I'm like, you got to be 22. Because I wasn't like, of course we played, like I played with makeup. Like mm-hmm. what little girl at Don't. that time didn't want to play with makeup. Yeah. But this is a different level. They be like 11 with a full face beat. They did themselves. Yes. Not even 11. It, it don't even matter what gender you are. Like, they mm-hmm. can just put on a whole, they know they hold. You know how hard yeah. it was to find a great color palette? <laughs> that, <laughs> why they know how, are they just born knowing what color palette they are? Girl. Like I'm just not learning about being a cool tone, warm tone. They just know. Well, see, I also remember when I finally started putting on makeup a little bit. You was like, sis, how do you know how to beat your face like that? And you don't do it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But I'm talking about contouring, putting mm-hmm. on lashes, doing a full-blown weave. Like, yeah. I still literally saw a child turn themselves from 10 to, to, to 30. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy how? out here. Crazy out how? here. And they like forever 20, going to forever 21. You're not even old enough. It just says right. forever 21. And you sitting right. here 11 years old. Yeah, y'all supposed to be a wet seal right now. <laughs> not even that. I don't, girl, I don't even know. But I was gonna say, what's the what's the the one under wet still? It's like the actual kid store. Children's place. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's like a wet seal. It's like edgy and shit, but it's like not. Nah, uh-huh. I, I don't know the name of it, but you know, you, yeah. Because it's like the little flowers. And, yeah. Because it's not Rue Twenty One. It's not Charlotte Rue. Nah. It's like there's some little kid store that's like a Charlotte Rue, like forever, like like a wet seal, but it's like it's for kids. And I cannot think of the name of it. I don't know. Because it's probably not existing because nobody shops there. Girl. I don't know a kid that looks like a kid. Yeah. I really don't. Neither do. Unless they're like kids playing outside. Yeah. Like when they get dirty, they out, they in their house watching other kids play. Yeah. Um, They watching YouTube. Yeah. Watching other little kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As we speak about families and kids and stuff, we get into our last news topic, which is Rihanna and ASAP are expecting, finally. How long have they been together, though? Uh, I am Patrick was under rock, but I found out that they were together, I want to say, a year ago? Mm. I think it was a year ago, and I think that's what I read. They said that ASAP said about a year ago, 
that it was his destiny to be with her. To be with her. Because I just remember before she was an ASAP, she was with that like he wasn't French. He was like Middle Eastern. He was like the the Middle Eastern mm. like millionaire or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like they were together. All of a sudden they weren't together, and all of a sudden she was an ASAP. <laughs> but I feel like. I feel like she been with ASAP before the pandemic started. It had to be. In the, what really made it official for me was that they were, were pictured together wearing complimentary outfits yeah. at a gala or something. Yeah. Looking like Cabin Crunch. I, I mean, that's what they looked like. Sorry, Ruby. <laughs> but, do you know what I'm talking about? That jacket looked yeah, straight out did. of the cereal bowl. It did. It did. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, I don't know how long they've been together. I, I, if I had to put a finger on it, I would say two years, two, three years. Like, maybe two and a half. Because mm-hmm. we've been independent for two years. Mm-hmm. No, we're in year, th- we're currently in year three. So, yeah, we've been independent for two years. What do you Why I had to say that? that, I know. Technically, we shut down in 2020. March of 2020. We're in 2020. So, 2020. What is 2020? 2021. 2022. Yeah. I, 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 I had three <laughs> fingers up. And I was like, no, you're right. And I'm like, no, yeah, three fingers. Yeah. So, technically, we're in year three, like I said. And, yeah. I feel like they, they must have got together, like, early pandemic then. Girl, I don't know. I, don't know I just life. know she was I barely with, know my own life. Girl, she was with track. that little Middle Eastern dude, little millionaire. <laughs> and everybody was like, why she ain't get pregnant by him? Like, why she ain't get pregnant by him? Like, she, she don't need his money. This is true. We she read a whole billionaire, billionaire by her herself. Own. That's right. Female so she mobile. is with somebody who matches her. Whatever mm-hmm. she got going on, you know, outside of it, because we yes. we see the the front stage. This is so true. Whatever's in her backstage, he compliments. Yes, and correct me if I'm wrong, but ASAP don't have no kids, right? Not that I know. I don't. Girl, you know he's a rapper. I, not that I know. The last thing I heard was that people thought that he probably didn't even play for the the team Riri on. Why? Because he wore uh his nails polished. That's what I, that was the rumor. You know, people weren't politically correct. Okay, so I don't think he has any kids or so technically they will be having their first kids together together which is nice it ain't no and at the same age and they're so they're both 33, 33 going 30, on 34, 34 okay which is still a little later than average of yeah what, yeah past generations are having children this is their first child yeah exactly. this is basically a geriatric pregnancy like technically it is it's right right pregnancy like yeah yeah, but yeah. he he match her fly, she match his fly. Hey, that's that song. Hassan, that was that nigga name that she was with before. Hassan, Hassan. and he was like so he was Middle Eastern. Okay, I just found a, a timeline of ASAP and Rihanna's relationship. So yes, that's twenty twenty to present. August twenty twenty, yeah. So August twenty twenty one, I see here. Mm. Oh wait. It, apparently, it starts in 2022. So, let me scroll all the way down to the bottom. Oh, Fran. Uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. They talking about collaborations and shit. No, when did they start dating? Was it 2018? What? Ain't no way. We worried about the wrong shit right now, but... Yeah, no, because right here it says that... He's been 
He's been her partner since 2020 to present. Okay, so what, January 2020, she's she split from Hassan. And they have been together for three years. So, yeah, and sometime in 2020, they started dating. So, yeah, like I said, they've been together for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bet. Okay, right. got it. <laughs> so, we happy for her. It's going to be a little mogul hat going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we excited for them to see what's going on. Like, it's going to be a crazy baby shower. Whew, child. I can't wait. I hope, like, she has the same energy like Tiana Taylor and her kids. Oh, I, I feel like that's going to be it. Yeah. I feel like that's the same vibe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It's like the same people, different flavors. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what's the next topic? So, now we get into our main topic, which is just the general millennial struggle. Mm. So. <laughs> Before we do anything, I'm going to go ahead and break down the generations for everybody so we know who specifically is a millennial, who is not. Um, I don't remember where I pulled this from. I took a screenshot and sent it to you and told you the website. But at this point, I don't remember. But I will be sure to link the website that I pulled these statistics from because depending on where you look, depending on the website, they like the ages and the, well, the years range. For different generations, but this is the one I'm sticking with because this seems like to, the most accurate. So we have the greatest generation, and they were born before 1928. Then we have the silent generation; they were born between 1928 and 1945. We have the baby boomers, which were born between 1946 and 1964. Generation X, which was born 1965 through 1980, and then we have the millennials, 1981 through 1996. Generation Z is 1997 through 2012, and Generation Alpha is born in 2013, and they will continue through 2025. So we are in the millennial generation, born between 1981 and 1996. You were born in 1990. I was born in 1995 right on the cusp but i'm in there though <laughs> right it is, i'm in, in there. between that it's like we're separate generations cause... girl just in five years right because yeah. it's, like, it's like the tail end of the 90s mm-hmm. you got the little sweet spot and then boom tragedy happened yep 2001 <laughs> it was like here we go yes life got real Yes. And I feel like that's where the little controversy of what generations, where they lie, so mm-hmm. based on all our shared experiences. This is true. And yeah. so, like, the people in the 80s, they were the last generation, just like people in the 90s, mm-hmm. to, like, not have the internet run our lives, This basically. is true. Yeah. So, they're kind of grouped in mm-hmm. with... Because, you know what? Generation Z and Gen Alpha were the first generations where they were born with the internet already being here. They were born knowing how to turn on a tablet, turn on phones, mm-hmm. and telephone number. They knew how to work technology yeah. out the womb. Like, I vaguely remember, like, the, not necessarily the start of the internet, but, like, the early days of the internet where it was, like, dial-up and you couldn't use the phone while you... But, yeah, I remember that. Because I remember that terrible-ass sound. You couldn't sneak <laughs> as a kid to just turn on the internet. If you didn't do your homework and you were supposed to have it done before you got on mm-hmm. there to, like, go on AIM or Yahoo Games, whatever. Yeah. You would have got told on. Because, like, oh, your mom tried to cook, 
uh, answer the phone. I can't get on the phone. I'm supposed, yep. to, I'm supposed to the phone call. Yep. Oh, I hear you down there like turn that on. You know, mm-hmm. you, couldn't, you couldn't be sneaky. All I know is these kids they don't know nothing about Ash Jeeves, <laughs> who didn't know a damn thing. They don't even know that when you used to go on Yahoo, somebody used to sing. Yahoo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't know. Oh. They don't know. They don't know. Yes. They don't know. Okay, but yeah, those are the generations. So as you know, we are of the millennial generation. Mm-hmm. And so our first subtopic of the millennial struggle is the millennial housing struggle. Mm. So buying a house, affording rent, being able to walk into a bank and get a loan to buy said house, <laughs> to pay a mortgage, because paying a mortgage is cheaper than paying for rent. But for some reason... You be able to pay your rent, but then you walk into a bank and ask them for a loan to get a house. Mind you, cheaper, and they be like, oh, you can't afford it. Bitch, how? My rent is $2,000. A mortgage is like $900. How how, how does that math? How does that math? Because your debt-to-income ratio is just a mess because we come out of school in debt. And then if you don't, if you die in debt, then they wonder, like, why are you not in debt? Like, yeah. uh, so where your credit at? Because we need to know your credit. Because you can't even just come in with a load of cash. No, what's your credit history? This is true. This is very true. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we struggle building credit as millennials because nobody taught us how to credit. <laughs> and it was funny to say, if you're, a co- if you're college educated, that's who they go to like oh you're in college you need help with books you're struggling mm-hmm. let me help you get this credit card and then they start you off with like six thousand dollars is a balance but not only that they'll let you get a student loan mm-hmm. that you have to pay back they won't let you get a housing loan that when part. you get out of school mm-hmm. or if say you don't go to school and you don't get that student loan they'll still offer you a student loan to go to school but then it won't offer you housing it don't make sense. It, none of it makes sense. It is sense. insane. Make it make sense. They said, so his assistant saying the average age for home buying in 2020 was the age of 55. Which is baffling. So we got a couple more years, Jay, when we can afford our starter house. This like a starter house. Do you remember that term, starter house? Child. I don't think that's a thing anymore. They not. A starter house back in the day which is like, oh, just you as a newly married couple or you getting your first job, this is your first house. Mm-hmm. But then you can build up to something else. Yes. Now, we're trying to get that starter house. That's going to be our house. That's, it. that's the house we're going to be in. We're yes. just trying to keep it, try to pass it down. But it just, mm-hmm. we ain't got that. We, can, we can't do that. It says only 42% own homes as compared to 48% of Gen X to 51% boomers. Mm-hmm. So, we are technically, and we're making more money. We are. How, Jay, how, Jay, are we on paper making more money yes. than our counterparts, but can't afford to live? Like, technically, I think we're making, like, at least 10 or 20% more than our parents did at our age. But because of inflation mm-hmm. and just the recession and everything else, <laughs> we can't afford it. Because the price of living keeps going up, but minimum wage is kind of staying the same. It goes up, but not at the same rate as the price of living. 
And that's the problem. If the part and the poverty line hasn't changed. Ooh, child. Like I think the poverty line is still the same since the seventies. Mm-hmm. And the poverty line is based on how much food costs. <laughs> child. It's a whole joke right now because food costs so much right now. You can't even get anything. Like we can go to the store right now and their shelves are bare. Mm-hmm. Bare. Like I'm sitting here trying to find it where. I sent you the screenshot of how much I make because I thought I made a decent amount of money. I make about $40,000 a year. Which was ideal. Girl, I thought I made a decent amount of money. Saw this. It was like basically the medium incomes and like for low income, mm-hmm. very very low income, low income, median, and then high income. I wasn't in the very low but I wasn't in the median income neither. Right. I was in low income at $40,000 a year. Mind you, this is as a single person. One, like just me, I only have one job. I don't have any you know, extra forms of income coming in. Just from my one job, I made $40,000 a year. And I thought I was doing something with my life. Looked at that mess and it said, ha ha, you're broke. But not only are you broke, every, like 95% of people live under the median right what was not i think it was like 60 percent of people but that's the problem we are all one paycheck away from being yeah on the streets yeah to being to experiencing homelessness yes which is a lot of us live with our parents yeah yeah a lot of us live in our in in converted garages Mm -hmm. studios that we can't afford um or in our cars yeah, it's it's. It, I remember when the pandemic had just started. The issue was the people experiencing homelessness, and it wasn't that they, they, they just woke up one day and said, "I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to live anywhere. I just want to, you know, be a vagabond." Mm-hmm. No, they were forced to be. And then what they would do was that they were living in their car, in their cars, and they would go to gyms and stuff to wash up. Yeah, everything shut down. So yeah, it was like. They can't do. even do that anymore. Yeah. It was, so, but it was like so. It was so, it's so many people in our generation who have converted like those vans, like those kidnapper vans, girl. And yes. Made them and into, made them into like mobile basically homes. mobile homes. Yeah, yeah, because that's the best option right now. Crazy. Because technically, once you own it, you own it, and you can park that bitch anywhere and just go to sleep, and it's it's a roof over your head. Yeah. And at that this point, they have it to where you know they can have installation and they can have heating and running water in these vans they converted there's this girl um janelle on youtube i can't remember her last name right now but she basically got famous on youtube because she lived in a van that she converted Mm -hmm. and then she started converting another van and i think at this point she has three vans Uh or maybe i think one of them stopped running on her and she like gave it up and so she technically has two vans and like she's still converting one but yeah, it's, and she's younger than us. She's like in her early 20s, probably like 22, maybe, if that. Like, like, I don't know, how do all the smarts and the goods just skip us? And child. People that are 10 years younger than us are just living like, somebody just won the lottery, like $280 million, and they're 22 years old. 22. You could barely play a lotto. You said that, and I just wanted to smack whoever that is, because, <laughs> like, huh? Like, how is it they're the lucky, the lucky ones? I've been playing the lotto since I was 18 and ain't won a damn thing. Right, I quit. 
I don't, I like, I don't, I don't, like, I need my change. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. Like, um, I went to the store yesterday and I was excited that somebody gave me more money than I was supposed to have. I was like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to have, like, 10, like, like, almost, not, it's not exactly that. It was, like, 90 cents. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't have it, so here's $2. Even though it's cheap, it wasn't that much. I was yeah, just like, it just oh, felt it just good. It just felt good. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. little tiniest things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just that broke. But No, honestly, <laughs> like, it's legitimate. Um, like, the, the whole buying a house thing, because even those that can't afford to buy houses, there are no houses available to buy. I saw container apartments popping up in my neighborhood and it was just eerie because it was coming i was coming off the freeway and i was like mm-hmm. i don't remember this being here but yeah this container apartments is that what the fuck those are supposed to be are those, those don't look like it like it looked like just stacks of contain ship, shipping containers like if, if we talk about at the same location you like talking about getting thing. on the 110 yes and what street is that it's century i think it has to be like it's the 110 105 intersection ah you said century and that threw it off there are some containers over on it's it's definitely the 110 freeway but it's not century um it's like getting on to the oh get like we had to get off on manchester it's like that little turnabout from the 110 oh yeah no you're talking about further down i'm Mm. talking about closer towards me Mm. girl yeah i saw that and i was like and it's, it's supposed to be office buildings? Like, uh, <laughs> containers? Like, what is it? But it's just, the way, where it's placed is already weird. Because it's like a little, like, Dorito of a, like, land. Mm. And it's just, like, six of them stacked up. Mm-hmm. And they're all white. Yeah, they're, they're all yeah. white. Yeah. And so, so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird looking. So, I don't know. I was like, is this what, this is our, this our solution? Apparently. Um, I know that, because I live in a tiny house, I know that was the big yes. thing, people were living in tiny houses. Mm-hmm. I know they're building a lot of tiny, tiny homes for people experiencing homelessness, but it's like, what about the people who ain't... Experiencing homelessness. Like, but, they're barely, yeah, barely making it, you know, like... Like me. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm right. Like, and it's so hard to even get on Section 8. Like, our parents had Section 8. They were mm-hmm. able to get Section 8. They can, you know, some people are paying like $28 live in two-story homes. Listen, I applied for food stamps, and they told me, you make too much. How, Sway? How? I get paid, like, my paychecks every two weeks range out to be like a hundred, I'm sorry, $1,100. How do I make too much? Because I guess in a month it equals out to like, Almost three thousand. That's not accounting how much groceries cost. Mm-hmm. The bills you have to pay. Mind you, when they do the calculations, they don't take out the taxes. Mm-hmm. They just do it based off of your hourly wage. They don't factor in. Oh well, they take this much out in taxes, so this is what you actually get. Right, your gross get. income. Yeah. So yeah. like, not the net income. <laughs> so it's like, this shit ain't. It's just it's it rigged right. all it around. Right. Like it right. they like, make it so unfair. Yeah. And that's why people are literally saying they're sick to their stomachs because Dollar Tree is no longer a dollar. Girl, a dollar twenty-five tree. <laughs> yeah. That was, those are quotes. 
stick to their stomach. You brought up a good point, though, that nobody made it up for when the 99 cent store became 99 cent and up store. Mm. But that because, you know, our, we were still with our parents. Our parents could afford this is true. up. Yeah. And it was it still was a nine and cent store. It's just that they had other stuff there. Oh, yeah, this, this, this is ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the majority of it was it's still, still nine nine cents. This is true. But now, a lot of things that used to just be a dollar mm-hmm. are now dollar twenty five. No, you remember the little quarter bag of chips? Yes, girl. Thing is like a dollar twenty five now. That's what a regular size bag, bag of chips, chips used to be. That the regular size Even bag is like three dollars now. You just paying for air. For air, right? Because exactly. regular size is basically the size you would get at the seventy-five cent one. Mm-hmm. Inflation. Oh yeah. At its finest. Like I said, the price of living has been going up, 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 and minimum wage has not really moved. It's still fifteen dollars in California, but the price of living has gone up like by five. Six percent. And what's bugging me is I used to work in corporate that, you know, when you are supposed to be doing your yearly evaluations mm-hmm. and based on your merit and how you performed that year, you'll get a raise. Mm-hmm. But they there's loopholes to it. Even California is supposed to meet a certain bracket of income at a certain period. Mm-hmm. So I think we're supposed to be on average, what is it, 20? Twenty two dollars mm-hmm. at a certain like between twenty at twenty twenty. I think it's like by twenty twenty five. Yeah, but like I said, that still doesn't factor into the fact that every single year the price of living goes up. That's the problem. And the tick of the the tick of minimum wage moving up is not moving at the same rate as the price of living. That's the problem. Y'all need to jump us to twenty two dollars right now. That's the problem. Some people not even having to do that because mm-hmm. depending on how many employees are there, exactly. they don't have to meet it. And it's only specifically Los Angeles County. If you're not in Los Angeles County, you could still be making eleven dollars right now. Which is fucking Wow. But then they skip you if you are, if say you have been doing well at the job and you're supposed to have a merit increase. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, we've already technically raised you up because of the, you know, we're accounting for inflation. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be at a certain level anyway. Exactly. So each year, say in June or whatever, we go up. You've already you're already it. there. Right, right. Which, no, I need my raise on top right. of Even that. Even if it's like, just the... 75 cents that helps yeah you know, it does at each paycheck the 75 cents adds up i remember when i was working at big five how many many years ago was that mm-hmm. my wage went up by one dollar and my paychecks got so different after <laughs> i was like oh i'm rich rich now <laughs> one dollar mm-hmm. that's all it takes like mm-hmm. it's so simple Right. It really is. It literally adds up. But they fight tooth and nail because the rich want to stay rich and they want to keep the poor poor. Mm-hmm. And then if, they, if your wage goes up, a lot of companies now, because of the scarcity of health care, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, it's going to be part of your premium. So you now you get all the deductions. Yep. Which <laughs> they already taken hell out your taxes anyway, especially as a single person. Mm-hmm. It is set up for the married folk and the folk with children. But we can't afford it. We don't feel good enough to be married and have children. Girl, (laughs) literally. We don't feel good enough. Like, Rihanna is a whole billionaire, and she's not just having her first child at 33, going on 34. Right. Right. So if she feels like she can have a kid now, Mm -hmm. where does this leave me? (laughs) 
And you what? 32? I am 32. I'm right behind her. Like, where does this leave me? I'm going to be a real geriatric pregnancy. Mm-hmm. By the time I can have By the time we actually are in a stable place. And I place. can't be 55, like, when I can get a house. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, usually the trajectory we, we are all hoping for. We get mm-hmm. a house, we have, have kids to fill up the house. Yep. Nope. Nope. <sighs> it's, yeah. And then we are thinking about, okay, so the, just the factors of having kids. Like, well, I have to have a car to be able to fit the kids. I was into the system. Like, most of us are driving. The most popular car was a Honda Accord. Yeah. Like, a lot of us are driving, like, the least expensive cars. Yeah. But, and there are people, I'm not saying that there are people who aren't, like, living their best life and have good jobs. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones, like, who are binging like crazy because they just, like, I want to live. I want to live mm-hmm. now because tomorrow's not promised. I was going to say, there's, you have the two sides of the millennials. You have the millennials like us, the working class millennials that are literally paycheck to paycheck, how we about to figure this shit out. And then you have the millennials that somehow either blew up on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram influencers mm-hmm. that are living their best motherfucking lives But they're right now. binge buying. This is true. So they buy the really expensive cars, they renting out mansions just because mm-hmm. they are buying stupid items from designer... You know, things yeah. that, just material just that, because just they because. Just because they can. Yeah. And it's like, and they go on crazy, extravagant vacations. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're really not looking to their future. They're just like, yeah. I want to live, I want to live right now. Yeah, because you only live once. And that's how and we you, were, that's yeah. our mentality, because literally everything was ripped away from us. Mm-hmm. Everything that we were taught as kids, like, you work hard in school, you get an education. The American dream. You can have this dream. You can have yep. what mom and dad have. You can yep. have your house. You can have your cars. And you can go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Where that? I Where remember that? I almost, I almost talking to, me. to my dad about not wanting to go to school, like not wanting to go to college. And I was like, the American dream is no longer the American dream. Like, it is non-existent. Mind mm-hmm. you, this is when I was in high school, and I was like, bruh, it's not what we think it is anymore. Like, when you were a kid, you were able to, you know, to, well, not even a kid, when you were my age, you were able to, you know, graduate high school, high school diploma. You had the resources to do these things. And they had skills, because they had... They had shop in school, and home economics, and all, like, they was working on cars, and, they you know, hard woodwork, and, actual you know, jobs. Yes. They had things they could be able to do with their hands and make it a trade. Mm-hmm. But we were taught, in our generation, it was it's about book smart. Yep. So all our trade stuff, you have to go to a legit trade, trade school. school for that, and you get a certificate. Right. Right. And even then, who got the money for that? And then it's making us the take longer to figure out what we want to do and what we're good at because mm-hmm. as in high school you're able to to dabble you know, and learn like, oh, hey I, I don't like this I do like that okay yeah yeah, yeah. but all we're given is like oh you can make it on YouTube oh you can make it on TikTok or on Vine mm-hmm. or you can sing how many yep. in the garage rappers came out in our, in our generation like they were just making up dances Girl. and doing stupid stuff on in front of the camera so yeah. we weren't really even living our real lives this we're is just true. living to as like we're always acting mm-hmm. we always have a front stage personality exactly and that's what I think a lot of the problems where the problems come, come from yeah because yes. we weren't really able to figure out who we were yeah we were told we can be one thing and mm-hmm. then it was really snatched away from us in high until, school college yeah, we had to be another thing and then in college because we were told like yeah go to college you're able to get a degree get a job mm-hmm. then they were like 
they're my teacher's literally saying there are no jobs out there for you guys yeah so what are you gonna do yeah and they were like trying to tell us okay so these are the majors that could still have jobs mm -hmm. so then it was impacted you couldn't get in those yep so it's like well you can just learn about the world and you know shrug your shoulders this mm -hmm. is what it is but this <laughs> is the thing it's the same people that are telling us go out and get a job are our parents that have been sitting in these jobs and refusing to retire <laughs> to make it available for our generation to have said jobs that too mm -hmm. and then yes and then when you apply to a job they ask for like five year experience um they want you some of the experience you can get at grad school but that's more money if you dish out who can afford exactly going to grad school because you already had a student loan debt just getting a ba or an aa like what mm -hmm. it's just it's, it's just, ridiculous it's a double-edged sword like yeah. you're asking so much of us and we can't and, meet the mark and not only that you're asking for so much of us and we get so little in return because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the baby boomer generation still out there working yeah and they were supposed to have been fucking retired but there's then their social security was threatened it's like if i retire how much of my money that i've been working for that is very get. true and then the retirement age increases it well. did yeah this is true and so then they kept them in the workforce even longer right and then yeah. that, that's messed up their mentality because it's like okay so if i retire then what what am i going to do Mm -hmm. Like I'm just up to build a fixed income, and that fixed income is not going to do. They're going to be the same position we're in. Yeah, exactly. There, so the guess, yeah, I don't want a fixed income, and it's like and rent continues to, to go, go up, up. Every, yep. every, every like every other month. They can I was going to say because they, they can do whatever the hell they want. So to do. it's so everyone is just working too much. Mm -hmm. We're boxing these things that we can't get out of. Like mm -hmm. we're trapped. And that just weighs on everybody. Yeah. And so we're feeling it because we're at the bottom of the barrel and we're supposed to be moving up. But yeah. we can't and move we up. And we can't because the people above us are can't. still there because yeah. they can't go nowhere. Yeah. Because my dad been talking about retiring for the past five, six years, maybe more than that, and is still working. And things with your aunt, though, she mm -hmm. is retired. And things that she should be able to, to indulge, she can't, she can't do because of the pandemic. Yeah. Didn't, she still got her little side job, don't she? Oh, she hates it, though. <laughs> she was supposed to be working twice a week, and she was like, nah, I feel like I'm back at work, so we're going to do this every other week. Mm. And I was like, you're right. Like, you haven't really been able to enjoy your retirement. Yeah. The pandemic happened shortly after. Yeah. And, I mean, she could go out and, like, you know, frolic and have fun. like Because I do see some retirees still doing it, but it's like you put yourself at risk. And you're already in an age bracket where you're at a higher risk anyway. Yep. So it's like, are you going to take the risk or are you going to take the fall? Right. And now they're worried about because there's so many different variants and the variants coming out stronger and mm -hmm. last longer, the effects of it. Then there's like the effects of the vaccines. It's just, the, it's just a lot. It's, and then they have to get booster shots. So it's just a lot. And then if they wanted to go back into the workforce, then they have to, they have to go follow the regulations. It's mm -hmm. just like... Do I want to do this? Yeah. And then the people who, like, still don't believe in, like, wearing masks or getting vaccinated. So it's just, like, they don't feel safe. There's no real yeah. safe feeling for any of the generations, honestly. This is very true. It's just that some generations are able to deal with their stress a little better because yeah. they have a little bit more assets. And they are able to have their families. They're able to, you know, maneuver the world a little better. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 
Yeah. Our, our millennials have a hard time with that. So what we get is the the short end of the stick and have to deal with. But our next topic is millennial mental, anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Millennial anxiety. And so specifically there is this guy on TikTok and his TikTok name is indeed Millennial Anxiety. Um, I will add the sound bites into the episode. Um, and if for any reason I can't, um, I will definitely just link them in the description of the sub below. So we're going to play them here now. They might get cut out of the episode. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but like I said, if anything else, we're going to talk about them regardless and they'll be linked below. You guys are not agreeing with me when I say that millennials do not have generational pride. And the reason that you're giving is that we gatekeep 90s nostalgia. Let me let me unbox this for you real quick. Millennials grew up in a state of disillusionment. Meaning we thought that everything was going to be okay if you worked hard and got a degree. Now that we're in our mid-20s and late 30s, we're finding out that that was basically a lie. Now we're in debt, financially unstable, changing careers because we got degreed in something that we wind up not working in. Coupled by the trauma that was instilled upon us by our boomer negligent parents, we find ourselves only recently starting to cope with reality and, and taking responsibility for our mental illness. This is why it seems all millennials are permanently regressing because we do not like being adults. We feel our age coming upon us very quickly. We feel all relevance slipping away. We want to go back to the best time in our lives. That's why we like reminiscing about the 90s, the nostalgia, the music, the time period, the clothing, the style. That's why some of us are still obsessed with Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Disney. Gatekeeping out of fear, not pride. We have 4chan though. That's cool. Preach, brother. So basically, it, it's like he's saying we, you know, live in 90s nostalgia because that was indeed the best times of our lives because, as we said, we were lied to. We were sold this American dream that you can go to school and, you know, get a good job and do all these things, and we can't. Mm -hmm. And it was familiar. It's familiar to us. It's comforting to us. like our comfort yeah. food. Yeah. Because we knew what it was then, and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, there's mm -hmm. so many things happening, like, in the air right now we yeah. can go so we can be another war tomorrow we don't even know we don't know we don't know okay not trying to put that in the universe it's just we don't know this is true okay we literally woke up one morning in 2001 and was like the twin towers are, are down and our lives changed yeah because it was it started with the twin towers going down and i think that was the real moment of our millennial years it was like oh shit and then the recession hit in 2008 Mm -hmm. And then we had another recession in 2016. Mm -hmm. And we still hadn't fully recovered from the recession yep. in 2008. Yep. And then the pandemic hit in 2020. Yep. And now we're back in another recession and we still hadn't recovered from the first two recessions. I'm telling you. Yes. So we just a lot of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So what we do is that we go back. Yeah, to, to the times when. Of yesteryear. Everything was hunky-dory and yeah. we thought. We thought life was going to be like this forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because also, remember, we had two stock market crashes. We did, did we not? We did. And are we not on the verge of a third one? <laughs> so. Who knows? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just uncertain. We have no clue. Mm -hmm. um, we, with hopefully everything that's going on with Bitcoin, what's going to happen with that. We just don't, we don't know. Yeah. We really do not know. And it's like our parents didn't really have to suffer through these uncertainties. Yeah. They were they just knew that their jobs were gonna be there. Mm -hmm. They just knew they had 
things to look forward to that they can expect. We yeah. have no idea. Oh, yeah. We things no are idea. changing every single day. And with day. the pandemic, the rules are always changing. We just don't mm-hmm. know. Because I have been actually in the office and what, like, damn near a month now? Yeah, and in the beginning of the pandemic, we was all able to use our cute cloth masks. That's out. Mm-hmm. We have to have a special kind of mask now. Yeah, because to make sure you're protected. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just... It's wild. It's wild. We don't know. We yeah. Just, we really just do not know. All I know is I'm waiting on another housing market crash so I can buy a house for $16 and a hot dog. Oh, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to happen, but oh, I'm waiting. Oh, Fran. Hope, we, we are all hoping for that, but just like... Them things, it's not gonna happen. Just like, Girl. just like uh, the PS fives, and we and they, <laughs> and we and our generation love still. Like, as of those, we still love to game. A lot mm-hmm. of us are streamers, and we can't even get the games we want because, yeah, and it has to be a thing for us. Christmas, we could expect the yeah. new system. Yeah, you knew it was gonna be it's there. It's gonna be there, and now it's just not. Yeah, you cannot find a PS five, and then. The, you have these bots, basically, not even the bots, the like the people that like the resellers mm-hmm. that buy up as many as they can just to sell them at a marked up price, as if them prices ain't already high as hell Wait, so the store, to begin how with. Was, how much was it? Fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, 1500 yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars for and a PS Five. I was looking at the switches, and they were talking about, oh, well, this one's six hundred. You can get a switch for two ninety nine at Target. There's nothing new about the Switch. The Switch has been out for like, what, five, exactly. or six years? And they're exactly. still trying to, that's insane. Resellers, the insane. market. Because they know people want them. Like I said, remember in the beginning of the pandemic, all the Switches were sold out because everybody was like, well, if I'm going to be at home all day, at least I can play my Switch. Exactly. And I still have not been able to buy one. That is insane. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's messing us up. Like, we want to be able to go back and still be a kid. And making that, and making even that hard. And, and then... The, the issue with the PS5s is, once again, nothing is made in America. They're mm-hmm. made overseas. Mm-hmm. And so the shipping and trying to get everything over and customs right now. because a hot mess. Whew. There was a whole, there was, there was like a bunch of shipping containers in Long Beach in the ocean. Because they yep. couldn't get them things out. Yep. And it's like, we need people to get to bring them out. But they, they're just like, oh, we don't have enough people. Just, no. Yep. It's just, that's just how insane and backed up the, the world is yep. right now. And it's just like... And now you don't even can't even trust the postal service. You can be you can trust you used to be able to trust the postal service. Child, you don't know. You can, some days we get mail and some days we don't. And even and then it's like okay, then Amazon came. Oh, we can get stuff next day. <laughs> you yeah. can order something right now. I'm like okay, we can see you. We'll see you in April. Mm-hmm. And mind <laughs> you, I got Prime. Right. And, and sometimes like, my Prime be like, hey, we sorry. Mm-hmm. We tried. We tried we our tried. hardest. Yes. Yep. It's it's crazy and so if people who are working it makes it even hard for them to even enjoy their work you used to find fulfillment in your yeah work. and now it's just like i can't I don't but then do it. not even a lot of us are working jobs we don't really want to be working something we're not even passionate about just to get a paycheck just because we're trying to survive mm-hmm. and it's about our, all the arts like people's yeah. passion it could be art mm-hmm that's not a thing in school yeah unless you want to be a content creator yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a mess, it's a mess out here. Yes. But just as the snippet was saying, like, a lot of us have these mental issues, and mm-hmm. we suffer from anxieties, depression, um, 
Yeah. It's just, it's hard. Because literally our worlds got shattered in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on to the next clip. Cause I, don't, I don't remember what none of these say. So, yes. <laughs> next clip, like I said, all of them will be linked in the description box below if they're not in the episode already. Do you know what a cusper is? A cusper is someone who's in a generation within a generation. These guys are born right in between two generations. So if you were born in between 1997 and 2002, you're born at the very end of millennials and the very beginning of Generation Z. That makes you either a Minion Z or a z is what they're calling them right now. And if you're born anywhere between 1976 and 1985, you're born at the very end of Generation X and the very beginning of millennials, they're calling you Xennials. What's interesting about cuspers is that they have the mindset of the preceding generation with the toolkit of the proceeding generation. I'm also seeing that a lot of cuspers have cusper kids. So if you were an x born back in the late 70s, early 80s, you're having a Z-lineal kid born in the late 90s, early 2000s. Now, just based on this information, I'm going to speculate, watch out, I'm gonna speculate that these are the people that are gonna be the most objective and non-biased as they can be, given their circumstances, of course, because they're gonna feel like outsiders within their own generation. They are literally the think body link between two generations. So here he's basically just talking about, earlier we mentioned the generations and how they're listed out, but you have people that are indeed born in like that weird limbo. Because even me, like I'm born in 95, but am, am I a millennial or am I a Gen Z? And people go back and forth like, because it's right there in the area of like, well, did you really experience all of like, do you remember experiencing all right. these things? Technically, I do. But there are some people in my generation that, well, in my year that don't remember certain things. Right. So technically, would they still be a millennial? Because they went through it, but did they, like, they don't have a, a connection to it. Right. And then you're kind of sandwiched because your brother's older. Yes. And so you experienced things the way he experienced it, too. Mm-hmm. So he was able to share with you the stuff that he was into This is true. And I was going to say, it, technically, my brother's a millennial. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's born in 88. So, yeah, he's an early millennial, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, a young millennial. And they claim to be the true millennials because they literally saw the saw, And, yeah, they lived their entire, like, they were actual kids in the 90s, whereas mm-hmm. we were, like, kind of toddlers, kids in the 90s. I was put a weed. I was, I was born in 90, so I saw it. I was there. You were, okay, fine. Fine, right. Fine. I was and like I was born in January, so I was there. You were there the whole nineties, <laughs> right? I was like, you know, I was there. I like, I remember key moments of because I remember Y two K. I remember my family didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They were just like, y'all niggas is bugging. We we not we not running out. We not doing the best that we were in the house on two thousand uh, January first, just chilling. Just early for you know the panorama. Basically, yes. Just 20 years later. Yes, this is true. Okay, so let's see what this next clip is talking about. You're between the ages of 18 and 34. You are twice as likely to experience work-disrupting anxiety and depression than your older co-workers. There was a 31% increase in major depression among millennials between 2014 and 2017. The American Psychological Association rated millennials as the most stressed generation. They rate us at a 5.7 as compared to a 5.0 for boomers. Why are we so stressed? Why are we so anxious? I don't know. Maybe it's because they told us to work harder, better, faster, stronger, get a college education, and save the world. Part of that worked. 40% of us have bachelor's degree or higher, but now we're in debt, and we're more likely to live with our parents because of it. 
What really kills me about all this is that we are the most predominant workforce generation. There's 56 million of us out there that are going through this. We were raised on social media. We were raised in the wake of a financial recession. There's worsening financial prospects and economic uncertainty, and everybody's wondering why the hell we're burnt out all the time. It's really unfortunate. I feel like we were given a foolproof plan, and now we're just a bunch of fools. And we're learning that being a slave to your work or going into debt for college isn't always the answer. I mean, he be, don't, he be, oh, he, he be doing it. He be preaching. Yeah. We literally just said everything he just said, because it's literally our entire generation. generation. It's not yeah. just me and Jay mm-hmm. who are going through it. It's literally all, all of, us. of us. Yes. Have experienced some form of anxiety, some form of oppression, some form of like, I just can't do this, or mm-hmm. we're stuck in some place we don't want to be. Yes. We just have to be. Yeah. Like, I remember talking to my therapist, and she was like, what is it? And I was just like, I thought I would be further along at this point. Because, you know, like, once again, we were sold this dream, and now we're here, and it's like, it's unattainable. Mm -hmm. But it's literally unattainable for all of us. All of us. And that's where, that's why our anxiety is so high, because what anxiety is, that we're worrying about something that hasn't happened, or Mm -hmm. we can't have no control over. Mm -hmm. Like, we're we're, we're feeling anxious, we have this timeline we basically put on ourselves, or society has placed on us, like, you're 30, and you don't have your own house, Mm -hmm. you ain't got no kids, you ain't married. And it's like, our parents put it on, it's like, when are you having kids? When are you having kids? When are you having kids? And it's like... I don't, I'm still trying to get my own shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I supposed to raise a child if I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my own life yet? Right. And the thing is, is, since they've been at these companies for so long, they are making bank. So when we come in, it's like, oh, so you got this, you got you got your little job? Mm-hmm. Oh, you making cute little money? It ain't no money, but you making cute little money. Like, they, them backhand slides yeah, they giving us. Like, they do. Yeah, I would make more if you would leave. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I actually remember having a conversation with my grandma pretty recently. And she was like, all y'all do is complain about the struggle, the struggle, the struggle. But, like, y'all don't, like, y'all not struggling. Like, I struggle. And it's like, our struggle is just different than your struggle. But you can't invalidate how we feel. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, the older generations literally invalidate our feelings because we didn't, you know, go through sit-ins. And we weren't getting, you know, hosed down and, you know, but yeah, segregation. Yeah, we are, but it's like we're, a lot of us are still protesting whoo, the same issues. Yeah, and that's a lot of part of our anxiety. Like we literally saw someone die on on the internet. This is true by the forces that supposed to be protecting us. Girl, yes, so that, that was a lot. Yeah, the whole world saw it, and like and the kids younger than us, like they saw it first. It was like on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't have Twitter because I feel like that's for young generations. Uh, but girl, like, they Twitter is wild. You don't want to be on Twitter. But like, they, they saw it like. There was no, and that's the thing. We used to have like censorship. So yeah, there's no censorship. Censorship is gone. So that's like, that's why the young generations are a little older than us, and that's why they're a little true. more mature and they have a little more strategies because they mm-hmm. have maneuvered this world more than we have. They're they're definitely a lot more proactive. I have noticed the Generation Z is the the generation that's like we're gonna go out and we're gonna fight this thing, whereas we're like it's been like this. <laughs> it ain't changing. Y'all can go have fun. We might meet y'all out there, but I don't know. Because, like, we, we've we been through the waves of it. Like, sometimes and our it's really good it and sometimes our it's really bad. Or our grandparents, we saw their struggle and what happened to them. Mm-hmm. It's either things really bad, something really bad happened to them or yep. nothing at all happened. And this generation's like, no. We can fight for it. Yeah. If we say something, we can do something. If we see, see, see something, we can say something. So it's mm-hmm. just like... 
because they have the internet, and the internet is literally the connection to the whole world. This is true. So, if and in other countries, they we could be looking at us like, oh, that really happened? Like, oh, no, we're going to fight for this. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's not right. So, it's like, they do have more of a voice, as opposed yeah. to us. Like, we have that censorship about yeah. us, because we did witness in our so history many books, things. in our, heard yeah. our stories from our grandparents, like, oh, no, we can't do that. So, they even mm-hmm. taught us to have that yes, ma'am, no, ma'am mentality, too. Yeah. To have that blue-collar and- mentality. <laughs> I will say is, we try to act like we're so far removed from it, but Ruby Bridges is only, like, 62. <laughs> Tell yeah. you. It wasn't that long ago. It's not ago. that long ago. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I was having a conversation with her, and she was just like, you, you know, y'all, y'all don't have no struggle. Y'all don't know what, blah, blah. And I'm just like, it's different, but mm-hmm. it's the same. Like, you just don't see it, because we're not going through what you went through. But it's hard on us, too. Yeah. Yeah. And for them, uh, they didn't really see a lot of weaknesses as opposed to, like, if it's in your head, like, anxiety is a weak thing Oh, for them. yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you, that's just in your head. Get mm, over it. Just pray about out of it. it. Yeah. Pray about it. But, no, and that's what, that's the stigma that we're trying to fight. And, the mm-hmm. people, and also the younger generation is like, no, this is a real condition. Yeah. I, there's actual treatments that need to be sought out for this because we can't just shake and. this off. I will say a lot of the older generations had these mental instabilities, but there were no there was no terminology for it. There was no wording for it. And so they're still struggling and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Especially in the, the black community because we go undiagnosed. Because mm-hmm. we don't. Generational yeah. trauma cycle. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we go in and tell them like, hey, I'm feeling this way, I'm doing this and third, and they don't believe us. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's also Or that. then it's like, that. Well, was me? Like, oh, you're blaming me. I didn't raise you right. It's not even that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are a human being. You have your own baggage. And yes, some of your baggage is on my shoulders. But rather than you just saying, oh, well, there's something I can do about it. Just go ahead and live your life. Like, you're an adult now. Take control of your life. Mm-hmm. It's not just that. Like, that's the problem. We can't just take control, control. of our life. Yeah. And yeah. It's, 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 it's hard just to even control what's in our mind. Like, mm-hmm. we sit here stressing about... Things that maybe happened in our past and maybe happening in the future, things that we can't control right now. We have it's like we have no control. Yeah, and that's what and that's what our parents may have had. They they had those expectancies. They were able to like like okay, I worked hard. I expect this. I mm-hmm. expect my pension. I expect this. You know, and we don't. We're like we have none of that. We have none of it. None of and it. And a lot of us just like um in his video, like a lot of us are jumping from job to job to job. So none of us really had that full experience. Like, you go to another job, like, oh, what was your last work experience? Oh, I was here for a year. I was here for a year. Yeah. It's like, we yeah. we, we, we travel too much. Yeah. And that's because of our anxieties. It's because we're not happy. It's because um, our bosses don't want to mm-hmm. promote us. or Because yeah. they're afraid. It was like, my last job, my boss was so insecure about her position. So insecure. Mm-hmm. And, and she was in her 60s. Yeah. So rather than like getting excited, like hey, I'm about to get, about to get out, out of here. here, she's like, oh, I need to be here. I need to be here. They need me. I need. I need them. Need to, like, mm-hmm. don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. Like we go. We're just gonna stay in our little box, our little cubicles, and focus on like one thing. Yeah. Like so, and then so she was afraid to take risks. She was afraid to to say when things were wrong. She was mm-hmm. Afraid to do anything. So. That's not really helping anybody. The, anybody, it's not yeah. helping around. And these are people in high positions. Yep. So it's just 
Yeah. And we've and we're like we're like we're sandwiched. So we're sandwiched in between that that generation of the ones that like want to speak proactive and want to do everything. And it's yeah. like, yeah, like I said, we're the generation we that's just like, what can we do? All right, I guess. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's where we're at with it. Uh huh. And then the last clip we have, I don't think this is millennial anxiety, but there it's like somebody else talking about like similar topics. Not to be dramatic, but I think the worst part about being an adult is that you basically have to choose between financial stability or, like, happiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. She basically just said, like, you have to choose either between financial stability or happiness. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of us aren't working in our passion project jobs. Right. Because we're just trying to make money. We're just trying to survive. We're just trying to get a paycheck. To get to a next paycheck. Right. And yeah. that just keeps us boxing. There's no room for creativity, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it wears down our spirits. Mm-hmm. So it continues that cycle of our mental health. Yep. Keeps us in therapy. Keeps us on medication. Because we're not happy. Yeah. Really inside. Which is the core of it. We're not happy. Yeah. We're not secure. And, we, and this is these are things that are simple promises for America. Life, liberty, and freedom. And we don't have any of those. Yeah. The, wow. Yeah. And those that's our pursuit to happiness. But we are stuck. Yeah. And I don't even think at this point they know what to do to, like, get us out of it. And they being our president and, like, our governors. And, like, they, they're just as stuck as we are. Because every, everything has been the same way for so long. They, they think they've kind of grown a comfort to it, even though they know it's wrong. No, that familiar, familiarity mm-hmm. mentality is not going to get us anywhere. We're just going to be mm-hmm. stuck. But it's the same thing just like with the jobs. You have these people that have been in these positions for so long, and they refuse to leave or move, or you just get another stuffy-ass white person or somebody with the same mentality in those positions, and nothing ever changes. You need a fresh perspective. You need new people with new perspectives and new ideas to get in there and change things. I think that it's not really, if you really want to get deep down to it, it's not even about the familiarity mentality. It's just, I want to be with a group of people who share the same political values I yes. have, who, are, who are interested in keeping money in our hands and not the trickle-down effect, which is what it should be and yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Um. So it's mainly about corporations keeping it, the way they want it as opposed to let's worry about the well-being of our employees and yeah. that is study even though studies have shown if you care about your bottom line mm-hmm. you will production get more to your, yeah because then it, it boosts morale and it makes people want to come to work and it makes people want to do these things when you treat not only when you treat your employees with respect but when you pay them what they are worth mm-hmm. yeah Yep. Yep. And, and like you're, they're not just a number to you. Like you know their name, you know something about their family. Like you care about them. This is a human mm-hmm. being. So when they're going through, because life happens. So yeah. When they're going through life, you're not just going to tell them, oh, you can't call out because I need you. There's someone else here, or mm-hmm. oh, this is your job. You have to do this. Yep. And like, there's some people who have it hard if they have to bury their parent. They can't get out mm-hmm. because oh, we're sorry, but bereavement doesn't work this way like if you didn't live with this person you can't go like what yeah. do you mean yeah like and that's and that's that's the problem those, those are the simple things that are simple fights that we our, yeah. our hands are kind of tied like, to like and it's like why should we 
have to fight this fight. Right. Like, it shouldn't even matter if I'm not even fully ready to the person. It affected me in some deep way. I need to leave. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to function to do the job that you need me to do properly. So I'm not going to be of any use or help to you. Mm-hmm. It's and that simple. I shouldn't have to worry about my job not being there if when I, I take... come back. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, our, that's our true problem. Mm-hmm. And then our, also our true problem is that we really have to work our bones forever, essentially. Because yeah. how old do you, how old are people when they're retiring right now? Like I said, my dad is he about to be sixty six this year, and he still ain't retired. My husband's father is seventy one. Mhm. And he's still working. Still working. And don't he got like two or three more years to go? Hopefully. Yeah. But it's just like the, the years keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing. So it's like most people don't even get to really truly live because they've worked their entire lives. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. So it's just our hands are tied. It's like, so what What pursuit of happiness if all we are supposed to do, all, all we're doing is working, which is not how we were built. We're not supposed to, we're not supposed to be working to live. Yeah. Or living, you know? Yeah. You know, it's just, that's crazy. Yeah. It's it's wild out here in these streets, man. <laughs> but it is indeed a struggle. Yeah. But all we can do is find ways to be grateful for some things. Mm-hmm. Find some kind of happiness. Find some light at the end of the tunnel. Because it's so easy to get consumed by the darkness. Yeah. It's so easy to get consumed by our circumstances. Because mm-hmm. it always feel like we're in some fiery furnace. Yeah. So it's like... You have to find what truly makes you happy. You have yeah. to, and it, it's okay if you are having like a day like you said you were having today. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, live in it, but don't stay in don't it. Don't stay in it, yeah. And don't get caught up in so many things of the headlines of the news and stuff because that's just yeah, it's just gonna make it worse. It's gonna make it worse. Like mm-hmm. we know that there's hurt. We know that there's pain. We know there's people who are oppressed. We know that we know that nothing that's really changed. Mm-hmm. Is it getting worse? Possibly. Absolutely. You know. So, but it's like. We, those are things that we can't control. But so what we can do is that, you know, if your heart is into volunteering, go and do that. Mm-hmm. Because even though you may not have everything, your life together, your, your full life together, mm-hmm. there's still somebody out there who may have worse. Have less, yeah. Yeah, and you can make their day. And then it'll essentially make you feel better. Because I think mm-hmm. that's what we're really missing. We're missing human, human connection. Yeah. And with the pandemic, we were literally isolated. Told to... Stay in your house. Don't deal with anybody outside of your house. And yeah. it, it really messed up our mentality. Like, we're afraid to be around people. We used to, mm-hmm. like, we're human beings that are used to being in communion with each other. Yeah. And now we're afraid of droplets. Oh, yeah. We used yeah. to be able, we used to, like, drink off after each other. Mm-hmm. Eat off each other. Yeah. Be in the same space, talking and eating in the same place. And now we're, like. Yeah, it's it's scary now. Yeah. So, it's. So, like, let's not dwell on those things because it's just, it's hard. And it's just going to weigh a person down more. Mm-hmm. So, just try to find something that yeah. makes you happy. Uh, so, it's like me and Jay were able to essentially vent right, <laughs> on right. here. And for all those lovely listeners out there, so you, you probably feel in the same way we do. So, it just it gives us another sense of community. Yeah, so. and feel free to definitely, you know, DM us. You can email us. You can, you know, reach out. We will respond because mm-hmm. we're in the same boat as you are. Yeah, and if you're able, if you're one of those who are able to maneuver life, 
Shoot tell us tickets. how. Right. Give us some. Give, give us, us some advice. Some hell. nuggets. Because we we struggle <laughs> and we tired of the struggle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and tell a friend. We appreciate honest feedback and constructive criticism. If you have any questions or want to contact us, you can DM us on our Instagram at the Millennial Hour Podcast or email us at the Millennial Hour Podcast at gmail.com. Our individual Instagrams are Candice, C A N D I S S, is spelled the way my mama spelled it, y'all. Don't judge me. Underscore Sherelle, S H E R I L L, and Falk J, F A W K J A Y. Yes. Thank y'all for listening. Like I said, this was a tough one. It was a long one. Hope y'all bear with us. (laughs) Bye. Bye!